Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome back to another uh, episode of A Change in Attitude. It's Thursday, Raw Thursday. Thursday, Raw Thursday. Thursday, <laughs> Raw Thursday. Thursday, Raw Thursday. Yes, here on A Change in Attitude. Uh, I am your host, Tanner, a.k.a. the Texas Gentleman, alongside with me here. Uh, we, we've got the podfather himself, uh, his lordship, Mags. Mags, how you doing? Kablam. And I don't even know why I do the thumbs. Nobody gets to see the video. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kablam. See, I'm doing went, it, really well. It went from like the Adam Cole Kablam to now you're you're basically RVD now. You're like Kablam, 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 Kablam. Yeah. You can't Kablam enough. As, as last week's episode mm. showed mm. with the dogs, mm. there is never enough Kablam. You can't Kablam. I mean... You have to you have to have a, a bit of a refractory time, but you can. You, you and that's why Ori is not on this week's episode. <laughs> she needs to reflect on her life choices of being involved in this podcast. <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, and, and of course, as always, um, the, the Scottish one himself, uh, Danny. Danny, how are you doing? I'm doing really well, thank you guys. How are you guys? Well, I'm doing yeah, well. Doing can't well. complain. Can't no. complain at all. We finally get to watch some wrestling after last week's uh, detour, shall we say? Yeah, I mean, I liked the detour quite a bit. Uh, you know, uh, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was brilliant. Uh, Ori hated every second or, of it. Or, or, Ori didn't <laughs> like it at all. Uh, no. She every second she, she hated. No. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, well, I mean, she's got both dogs and cats, so I mean, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know why. She Maybe next like week that. we cover a cat show. Maybe. Oh, 
maybe that's what we should do. We should like dab- dabble into that. Uh, guinea pigs, uh, lobsters. Uh, just start reviewing animals. I think that's that's the real uh, change in venue here. Is is, <laughs> is what, what we should be going after. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know if you guys have heard, but it's Thursday Raw Thursday. Yeah, be- before we get into the episode, we've got yeah. to call that out, haven't we? What a what a ridiculous <laughs> name for an episode. So just to, to remind you, it's on a Thursday. They have to put it in twice. Why not Raw Thursday? I don't get Thursday Raw Thursday. It's it's not even catchy. What what grinded my gears was the intro music, where it was basically inserted every five seconds into the like the the music or it's like thursday raw thursday mm-hmm. thursday raw thursday it's on thursday, thursday raw it's not thursday. monday anymore it's thursday today is thursday jackass <laughs> it's thursday and you know what that means <laughs> god damn heaven forbid you like watch it on a friday and yeah. you're like, oh, Don't shit. DPR it's, this it's, episode. It's, Jesus it's Christ, Thursday. you're into trouble. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, it was it was a uh, weird. I didn't. I don't like the title of it whatsoever. Uh, but it it lives in infamy, so it did what it needed to do, I suppose. Um, and it is a a very infamous episode. Uh, a lots uh, of happenings on this show. So yeah, mm. we get the uh, during the intro. We get the infamous. Uh, Shawn Michaels, multi. Oh, and how heartbroken did Vince? He cried doing this voiceover, didn't he? Yeah, he was. My boy, my poor boy. He's he's giving up his world title. Who am I going <laughs> to masturbate now to? Wow, wow. Uh, <laughs> what a visual. Um, yeah, we we get the Shawn is retiring slash maybe not retiring maybe slash he's he, his knee don't work no more. Uh, slash, um, he's giving up the title tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, spiel. Um, all in black and white. He's he's still alive, ladies and gentlemen. Shawn Michaels has not, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's just got, just got one tear, one solid tear uh, down his out face. Of his, out of the eye that looks straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, how how great was, was that music, though? Just shout out to the music that they used. <laughs> It, and that is probably the best part of the production because mm. this show was riddled in production errors where the cuts were done wrong, uh, Vader's uh, promo, Jesus wet, that was rough. Uh, uh, yeah, this was not a well-produced episode whatsoever. There seemed to be some timing issues throughout the night mm. as well. Uh you know, um, like Undertaker. We'll, we'll get to, we'll get to the main event obviously later in the show. But Undertaker comes out right before the main event and cuts a promo, even though he was there like just five seconds before <laughs> in a match. Yeah, it was pretty pretty weird. Um, so yeah, your, your hosts for the night here are, are Vince McMahon, uh, good old Jr. and uh, Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, and uh, our opening contest here is actually for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Rocky Maivia challenging Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, these two have quite the history together. Uh, you know, in retrospect, uh, but this seems to be kind of like the the first ever real kind of uh, tension we get between these two. 
Yeah, um, I mean, we're lucky that we've seen 25 years of their their rivalry. Um, mm. And this is the starting point. And what a bloody good starting point it was. I actually really enjoyed this match. Uh, mm. We saw um, maybe... Um, uh, a rocky maybe with a little bit of impetus, I suppose. Uh, instead mm. of being that kind of a, a happy clappy uh, white meat baby face, is a little bit of a a little bit of um, grit to him. Uh, Triple H is from when we started watching this show. He's packed on some muscle. Um, when we first watched, he was very kind of slim and slav, and now he's got a, a huge chest. He's certainly going towards that that uh, Triple H that, that uh, mm. basically ripped his quads out of his body. Um, but yeah, I mean, winter, I, winter time is bulking season, Mags. You gotta that's that's when you do your your heavy lifting. I, okay, so cycle on and cycle off the <laughs> the steads then. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed this match. It's very kind of almost classic uh, Rocky and, and Triple H. A lot of uh, the similar kind of uh, storytelling that we'd see from them in, in, in future matches. Obviously, a more kind of a version 1.0 style. Um, I think Rocky's so athletic at this age. I mean, he's a massive, massive hunk of, hunk of meat, but he's mm. still able to throw around uh, drop kicks. Um and um, yeah, I, I, I just really, really enjoyed this match. Uh, Triple H, uh, you can tell he led the match. Uh, obviously, being the more uh, experienced wrestler, uh, but I think he makes uh, Rocker look absolutely amazing. Uh, and even though I've seen the show, it was still a little bit of a shock when uh, when you see Rocky walk out with a towel. I mean, this is a guy who we've seen a handful of times wrestling, uh, and now he's. Suddenly, the the intercontinental champion. Yeah, it's a it's a, a big shock, and obviously that leads to a, a a total different change in in the the mindset of of Rocky Maivia. But yeah, I thought it's a a cracking opener. Yeah, I I I don't disagree at all, uh, Danny. What, what what did you think about this? Yep, yeah, really cracking, as Mag said, because uh, you could see. That uh, obviously, in retrospective, these would be uh, main event in WrestleMania, and you could really see the potential here. So, yeah, all round great. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really solid. Um, I, I would dare I say it's it's probably one of the best matches that you'll see on a Raw so far this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would definitely put it up there. Uh, for me, I think that. It, if we were to build a compilation DVD of times and instances The Rock and Triple H squared off, you would have to put this in, uh, absolutely. Uh, but I think that you also need that required context of this is not The Rock versus Triple H. This is definitely still Rocky Maivia versus uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley. They're both still in that that window of finding that next level uh, to mm-hmm. them. And and I think that this is really kind of a um, a launching point uh, for for both to go into that new direction. It seems that is a a, a very very astute point. Um, uh, if you're looking at just sheer in ring, it's not going to be anywhere near the best that you'll see between these two. But uh, the 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 chemistry is certainly there, and you can see why these two ended up having a career feud because mm. they they knew how to 
dance in the ring uh, and 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 put on great matches uh, as a as a first match between the two. Yeah, this is this is very very good. Yeah, uh, I would say absolutely. Um, so yeah, uh, match goes about you know almost fifteen minutes. Definitely recommend y'all checking this one out um, if given the the opportunity to uh, you know uh, rewatch this episode of Raw with us. Mm-hmm. Um, next match on the card, though, a um, l- little bit more of a, a detour, I, I suppose. Um, <laughs> uh, we get Sonny coming out here to introduce uh, the the tag match, and I guess also just to pop the fans, you know, because yep. this seemed like a big Sunny crowd, especially um, when she lost her notes, yeah, and then and then found them again. Yeah, she, she. They were hiding in her breasts. They were. I mean, that's where I had my notes. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, yeah, interesting. Um, <laughs> so she she first um, and these are two tag teams where you wouldn't expect Sunny to introduce somebody, I guess. But um, yeah, she she first calls out the headbangers. Who um, I guess we first saw as the Flying Nuns, yes, um, uh, on uh, Shotgun's Shotgun Saturday Night. Yeah, we first uh, saw them uh, doing that. Um, so now they are the Headbangers. They they are basically two guys really into the grunge scene. Mm. Yeah, moshing. I suppose moshing. They, moshing they really in like the ring. They really like. Uh, grunge and and metal and they and, dress like it and um, I, I love the the way that i mean when you get given a gimmick in WWE, you either hate it and just go through the motions or you make it work yeah. and i i always felt that the uh, motion thrasher absolutely made this work they mm-hmm. they live this gimmick uh, there's a point where for absolutely no reason you see mosh in the background kind of headbanging towards the referee. I mean, he doesn't have to do that, uh, but it really sells the fact that, it, that they, they believe in this gimmick. And, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a very much a window of that period, but you kind of... You you, yeah. you, 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 you like them because of it, because they're enjoying the gimmick. He, I mean, he, actually, he actually had some headphones in at the time. He was listening to Even Flow by Pearl Jam. He was... <laughs> Did, did you any of you hear how they um how they got this gimmick? Go on. Yeah, no. The, well, the rumor is Jim Collette went to a Marilyn Manson concert, which in itself is just hilarious, and he became inspired and uh, gave them yeah. this gimmick. Wow. wow, that is shocking. The beautiful people inspiring. I mean, that might be a little bit later later on in. But yeah, yeah, this I did would not have been know that. Right, right, right before uh, that 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 time period. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, interesting, huh? Whereas well, the match was not that interesting, yeah. uh, because we, we of did, the opponents. Yeah, we we then get uh, again, very much out of left field, Aldo Montoya, uh, and uh, Sparky Plug Bob Holly. Yeah, that I mean, was the perfect tag team. Who? Who wouldn't have thought of putting these two douchebags together? Not I. Uh, I, I not in a million years. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we get a, a decent match 
here. Um, that really, I think the the point being to put over uh, the Headbangers being this new tag team on the scene. Uh, what did you make of this as an experience, Danny? Well, this was um, it was like two different worlds. It was like the Headbangers were in. It felt like they were of the time, and it felt like Holly and uh, Aldo Montoya were out of like completely outdated. Belonged in the new generation. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. just based on their ring attires alone, it, they were too colourful. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, just as the match itself is nothing to write home about, as Mag said, but. Um, the and the I think the biggest thing was the commentary just did not give a shit about this match. Yeah. They just whittled <laughs> on about HBK. Yeah, <laughs> that that was one of the major notes that that, that I made of this. That for a new tag team, um, essentially a new tag team to to Raw being debuted, you would think we would learn more of their backstory from the commentary. But all we heard was. Oh my God, HPK is the best thing that's ever happened to the history of WWF. He's the yeah. most charismatic champion. It absolutely, yeah, yeah. It absolutely craps on on the Headbangers debut, and, and the, like and like the, uh, Danny said, and I agree. The match was wasn't spectacular. It wasn't bad. We've seen far worse. It was, it was fine. It, it was, was a five was minute okay. introduction match. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I really liked Danny's point about this being like two teams out of time. This really <laughs> looked like, you know, like Soundgarden beating up a couple of roadies for warrant or or poison or something like that. You know, it, it really did seem a little bit like a like a like a time warp. Yeah, um, two people who would listen to maybe Slipknot versus two yeah. people who would listen to Conway Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> Holly is definitely a Twitty fan. Holly, definitely. <laughs> just, just imagine him just dishing out a, a beat down to Renee Dupree listening to Conway Twitty. <laughs> oh goodness. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So as, as we've uh, mentioned and, and uh, uh, kind of just continuously brought up throughout this opening uh, segment here of A Change in Attitude. Uh, the next segment here of Thursday, Raw Thursday, Thursday, Raw Thursday, Thursday, Raw Thursday, Thursday, Raw Thursday, um, is uh, the infamous uh, Lost My Smile uh, title um, resignation of uh, the champ himself, uh, Shawn Michaels. Now... Mm-hmm. Um, the reason that we're given here is that Shawn Michaels has somehow suffered a mystery e- uh, knee kind of uh, injury uh, that the doctors have told him, uh, you may never be able to wrestle again. You, you, you might be able to, it might require knee constructive surgery or it might not. You just might, you might just, uh, we might just cut off the leg. We might just, uh, you know, um, use it for, for spare parts in the future. I don't know. Um, lots of uncertainty surrounding what's going on with Shawn Michaels leg. Um, especially that of, uh, we don't even know if this knee is even injured or not. No, because the 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 limp coming from the back certainly looks suspicious. Uh, I think I'm sure it switches leg from from point to point. Um, I and I, I whether this is me kind of Mandela affecting it or or something. I always thought it was because of his back. I always thought he, he retired because uh, of his back. The the back comes later. That one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one's legit. <laughs> yeah. but um, it is yeah. an emotional. It's an emotional speech. Uh, as much as we rag on Vince for being uh, uh, suckling at the, the the penis of Shawn Michaels, to, <laughs> some of the things that he says are right. He is massively charismatic. Uh, whilst he wasn't a huge draw in terms of money as a champion, I don't think that's particularly his fault, just a downturn in wrestling in general. But he was a charismatic champion. Uh, he was somebody who, uh, who drew the fans in. He was great as a face and a heel. Um, and Michael's, um is is his kind of like leaving promo I thought was really emotional uh, he talks about how 1996 was the best year of his life and that if he could never wrestling a wrestle again that that one year as the man uh, is the best experience of his life uh, that he hopes he can come back uh, and then he's lost uh, so many things to wrestling uh, the main one being he's, he's, uh, he's lost his smile uh, his virginity yeah uh, uh, that wasn't that wasn't to wrestling. That was to Vince. Uh, Vince is wrestling. No, um, please don't don't clip that out of context. Um, 
and and that's that's actually the point that I want to dish out to Danny here, Mags. Um, in the middle of this promo that Sean gives, and I've I've defended this man and championed this man throughout the entire series, right? Because you know uh, he's a Texan, and one does as Texans do. Um, I'm Cajun Tom. Uh, he um Sean makes actual allusions to this not being about the knee at all that he's um uh he talked about how there had been um political strife backstage and people having bad attitudes and you know um uh, and then that uh, that he had lost his smile and that he needs to go and find his smile yet again um long rumored was it that this uh, again was not about the knee at all um that they maybe there was not ever a knee injury to begin with mm-hmm. that uh that Sean had been told well you're going to repay the favor to Brett you know at WrestleMania 13 um i i guess how much of that goes into your viewing experience and what did you come away with uh from this Danny uh, first off was uh, Vince's tone of voice changing when he introduced Shawn Michaels made me laugh. <laughs> um, I got a strong uh, rebellious son slash disappointed father uh, vibes from this whole promo um, and the way that Shawn Michaels uh, just just dismissed the championship and just gave, handed it over to Gorilla Monsoon was quite odd as well. But you could, t- I think, do you remember... Um, when back in school, when you were trying to get out of PE and you uh, had to had to fake like a, a parent signature or something like a doctor's <laughs> note, I, I got those types of no, of uh, vibes out of this as well. Especially when um... <laughs> brought in a letter signed by <laughs> Mrs. Markles. <laughs> yes. Especially Please when excuse Vince... Sean from wrestling today. He's got a really bad cold. <laughs> he's got, he's got a really really sore knee. He might not be able to do this ever again. He might not. Yeah, that's how I got. That's the whole vibe I kind of got. I mean, this was obviously t- for him to not put over Bret Hart. Um, yeah, I-, I can't see an injury happening. Uh, I mean, if if it was, why didn't he do this the week before in uh, Madison Square Garden? Uh, I mean, that's that's exactly uh, that's exactly the case here, right? That, that like, was a, an argument I remember from from. Uh... Um, discussing this point uh, multiple times that if he if he was really injured, why didn't he drop it to Sid? It yeah. would have made absolute sense. Yeah, and, and I feel like uh, over time, you know, like we would have seen a lot more of Sean, not necessarily selling the knee, but if the knee was as bad as they said it was, it would be super noticeable. For I would say a good stretch of time leading up to this, yeah, and 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 spoiler warning, he's back in like May, like yeah, like so it's, it's it's definitely not career threatening. Uh, it was definitely because he didn't want to do the job. It's as simple and clear as that. Um, and uh, uh, and I think it's either cultaholic or maybe it's a um, uh, what culture did a, a video about Shawn Michaels' title runs, and he actually relinquishes the title more times than he actually puts over another wrestler. Just so polit- political 
in in the way he acts uh, mm-hmm. uh, when when champion. Uh, but he, he does mention a previous occasion where he had to drop the title because of uh, interesting reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, another injury, perhaps. That well, maybe was make... that was that not when he was drunk in a bar and got beat up by by sailors? Uh, maybe that was. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. By sailors. Brilliant. That's the, that's the story, isn't it? Like he yeah, he, yeah. he went to a navy bar and uh, uh, was very disrespectful, apparently, <laughs> allegedly. Um, yeah. <laughs> so so Sean. Uh, he he hands over the title to Gorilla Monsoon. He hugs Vince. Vince uh, has a wry, uh, you really fucked me here, pal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah. We're still going to meet up after the shows, aren't we, Sean? <laughs> Do you it know what? Just... If they had a camera on Bret Hart after this, it would have been perfect. <laughs> Just laughing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrating with a bottle of champagne. Hooray! Ding dong, the witch is dead. <laughs> Little uh, does he know that in nine short months, Sean Michaels will have the will have the last laugh. Well, and, and this is one of again, one of those stories that even um even after the fact, even years after the fact when um, Sean was uh, doing what was it? The WWE Confidential interview, um, you know, previous to his comeback against Triple H, um, and and even years afterwards, he's never really talked about this. He's never really kind of made note or uh, said anything um, about this issue. Uh, so mm-hmm. you know, we, we we may never know what really happened here uh, with uh, with him losing his smile, but. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but the wrestling world moves on. The wrestling world moves on. So so does this Thursday Raw Thursday. Thursday Raw Thursday. Thursday Raw Thursday. Thursday Raw Thursday. Um the next matchup I hear on the card is uh The Undertaker. Um he's here. Mm-hmm. Bong. Um and he's taking on uh the new Nation of Domination member. Savio Vega. Yes. Yeah. Wearing his oversized leather jacket again. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's and Ray-Bans. He's, he's splashed out for some Ray-Bans this week. He's got some Ray-Bans. Uh, you know, everybody feeling that vibe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Savio Vega looks like he was in a... He was in for a world of pain here. Uh, <laughs> uh, Danny, what are your thoughts here on uh, Savio Vega taking on his good friend, uh, Mark? Um, well, the, the first thing I thought was I was actually surprised that how much offense uh, Savio Vega got in in this match. I was expecting mm. a complete squash. Um, and I'd say it, it needed to go as long as it did because... Um, that finish was just the crowd was just white hot for that finish, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Just the, the small drafter. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's mainly the only things I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, and, and and you mentioned the crowd, and uh, we've kind of not uh spoke about them, but they were hot for pretty much all this episode. Uh, there was a lot of crowd parts, but I've I've got a I've got a shit on this match, I think. Uh, and the reason why is that is 
Danny's right. Savio gets a lot of offense in, but it's the same offense over and over again. It's the spinning heel kick over and over. He must have thrown that spinning heel kick about 45 times in this match. Mm. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, but the finish... It makes sense for me because Savio is obviously a new member of the, the Nation of Domination, so you want to keep him looking relatively strong. Um, and the beatdown uh, with, with Taker, um, uh, then Ahmed Johnson coming out, that keeps that storyline still ticking over. It makes uh, Taker and Ahmed look absolute monsters because they're able to beat, beat off essentially six people. But he, the biggest he did what to six people? He beat them, beat them off with yeah. gusto. That's that's amazing. But the, uh, I, I think the I biggest didn't know shot you could for... do that with two hands. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Two hands, two feet, and a mouth, sir. Oh. But the biggest shock for me in this was was Crush. Where's his dreadlocks gone? He's. What has he done? Where yeah. is Prisoner Crush? I, I I was very, very taken aback by this. But yeah, the match was nothing. The match was was less than good. But I did enjoy the 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 schmoz whooping, and this, I, I enjoy it when I see uh, D'Lo Brown get the the piss kicked out of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was for. Uh, it was what it was. It had the reason for it being that the crowd, obviously, um, as, as Danny rightfully pointed out, was hot for the Undertaker. Um, I, I just didn't really find this to be all too um, appealing, really. My, myself, um, it was it was fine. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think what um, what maybe this match was missing a little bit uh, would be stretches uh, where maybe. Um, Savio Vega took a little bit more control, maybe uh, showed a little bit more dark side with him being the heel now. I, I, you know, sometimes we get that that change up where somebody you know goes from face to heel or vice versa, and they change up their move set a little bit. They get you know if they're going heel, they get a little bit more aggressive. They get a little bit more dirty. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of that out of Savio Vega, who still wrestled fairly clean cut here in this match against the undertaker mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean it's fine it's all right um up next doc hendrix uh he, he's interviewing gorilla monsoon uh who was uh the wwf president at the time so you know um just a just a uh what is it a a card a a uh a front for Vince McMahon being the owner, uh, Gorilla Monsoon is um, uh, holding the title, and he uh, he's asked what what would be fair here uh, for everyone involved uh, leading up to this uh, f- uh, final four. Is it fi- yeah, final four pay per view? Um, is that the winner of that match would in fact be? the new WWF champion. So there's some extra stakes there for that match. Uh, Psycho Sid uh, would then face the winner of that final four match on the the following Raw. So within 24 hours, that championship could change hands twice, uh, which would be quite interesting. Certainly could. Uh, 
And yeah, I mean that. I think that clearly shows that this uh, show Michael's retirement was was thrust upon WWE. It's not something that they they knew about uh, a long time beforehand. Uh, and I feel for for Sid a little bit. Uh, I think he's been one of the stars of the last six months or so, and um, for him to be essentially bumped to Raw because of uh, Shawn Michaels, I think that's a, um, a a bit shitter. But it does make sense. It's uh, it's rolling with the punches, uh, and yeah. So it'll be interesting to. It adds more uh, gravitas to to next week's episode when we cover uh, in your house final four. Mm. Um, I feel like, just to add to that point, this really throws a spanner in the works. Sean, Sean's change here uh, and, and uh, decision to, to retire really throws a spanner in the works here for, for multiple people involved. <laughs> Obviously, you know, Brett's letting the champagne flow because he, he, really, he really could care less. Um, but, yeah, it kind of screws over Sid. Uh, in a sense, it also screws over Brett, who really wanted to have, uh, you know, his comeuppance. Really, he he wanted to to get that, um, you know, that match, that win back from Sean. Uh, it delays Stone Cold a little bit in his development, uh, ever so slightly. Um, Vader um, is still taken perhaps even less seriously than what he deserves. Um, Vince I mean, he has doesn't to, help himself in this, as we'll yeah. get to in a little while. Yeah, but it, I guess in essence, it really leaves Vince scrambling to put together a WrestleMania 13 card, and uh, we know how infamous that pay per view is. It doesn't turn out to be that well thought out, and I think a lot of that goes down to Vince having to make several changes and was not very clear in his decision making mostly because of this this moment right here in time where Shawn Michaels decides to hand over the title yeah uh, and and the only real kind of standout uh, match that you can remember on on uh, WrestleMania 13 is the, the, the Blood from a Storm match I suppose yeah yeah the the, the, the Bret Hart Austin, Bret, Bret, and Austin yeah the, Bret Hart and Austin so, Mm-hmm. I've, I've never seen WrestleMania 13, but that's the well, only match I've ever heard about. you got a treat to come, sir. <laughs> that's you the only match I've heard um, about. I, don't, I can't sit here and tell you about any other matches on the card because I know absolutely yeah. none, but that just yeah. goes to show. But back in um, November, uh, I did make the claim that the uh, Bret Hart Stone Cold match at Survivor Series is better than the one uh, at WrestleMania, but we shall see. Ooh, that that's a, a a bold hill to die on. I remember uh, your reaction, that's, Lord. That's, that's a it's a very um, Matt Willis type claim. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a low blow. <laughs> uh, just just teasing Matt if you're out there listening, though you probably would think the same. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, WrestleMania 13 is really known for that I Quit match. It's just a yeah. I mean, there is some really good match. It, it it will go down in history as as the best WrestleMania. But there is some good stuff on there. Um, yeah. yeah um, if I remember, you get Hunter and, and Goldust again. Um, sure. There's um, the the Legion Doom are back for for WrestleMania. They're in a, a tag match. Um, 
All right. You get Undertaker and Psycho Sid, which isn't a bad main event, uh, but it's not a classic by any stretch of the imagination. But mm-hmm. again, we've gone off on a another tangent, and this is why we need Aura around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, speaking of Psycho Sid, we do have him in the next match here. Uh, Sid gets his his fireworks and everything, uh, and we do get Stone Cold Steve Austin. Again, looking very young and fresh. Uh, ready to to take on the world here, um, yeah, it's good, good, solid, short match. Um, Stone Cold actually gets quite a bit of offense here, uh, I think, um, mm-hmm. before just kind of being physically dominated by uh, Psycho Sid for the for the most part, um, and, and then the the finishes is is a, is a bit interesting here, where where Bret Hart. Uh, comes in and and attacks Austin. <laughs> yep, because Austin attempted the the sharpshooter. Yeah. <laughs> um. In in terms of this match, this is what what I think three maybe three and a half minutes of match. Um, typical for Austin's recent matches where it ends in in DQ or some sort of shenanigans, but the crowd. Uh, we've seen crowds in in um, in this last few months where they are white hot for Sid. This crowd were white hot for Austin. Mm. Sid was essentially the heel going into this without needing that heel turn. Um, yeah, they they absolutely lapped up everything that Austin Austin did. Um, and right back forty three episodes ago, we spoke about the 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 genesis of Austin three sixteen. This is is closer to the genesis of that Austin than than the King of the Ring was. This is when the crowd really are taking to Austin as as the kind of a the anti hero, and the, we get a continuation of that uh, that um, Brett and Austin storyline. Uh, yeah, this for the for three minutes it did exactly what it needed to do. It's not going to be memorable, uh, but it keeps Sid looking strong going into his potential title match next week. Austin and 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 Brett still have that beef going into the final four match, and then going on to onto WrestleMania. Yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed this for for what it was. Yeah, it was a fun little brawl, wasn't it? Just mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we are then taken backstage. Uh, <laughs> Vader talking about his his defeats, um, him defeating uh, the Undertaker, Stone Cold, and uh, and now he's he's out to to beat Bret Hart, um, and uh, that he likes his chances uh, in in the final four match. When you have a monster heel mm-hmm. like Vader, mm-hmm. don't give him a mark. Let somebody else talk for him because he grunted a lot. He forgot who he'd beaten. He's forgot the the number of times he'd beaten him. He forgot the names of them. Uh, he forgot Stone Cold Steve Austin's name, for for instance. Uh, yeah, this this made Vader look like a buffoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he, he did. didn't. He didn't come out looking the the freshest of roses here. He this was so reminiscent of the the Sid promo where he asked Jim Ross if he could start again, and he's, Jim's like, "This is live, pal." <laughs> it was so bad. Wine, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, much. He, he, he near enough said that to Vince. He said, "What? What did you just say, Mister McMahon?" 
And why would Vader be calling Vince Mr. McMahon? It surely wouldn't have that much respect for him. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous, but uh, I think if they hadn't ballsed up uh, using him all throughout 1996, he could have been in the main events like properly and treated as a serious heel here. Again, he was he was uh, subject to the politicking of Shawn Michaels. Shawn mm. Michaels didn't want to drop the title to him. Another uh, man that who probably was happy that Shawn was getting out of the way. <laughs> yeah, fuck that little bastard. <laughs> I would love if somebody just found a camera that had somebody uh, like a backstage uh, hand just filming everyone's reactions that to the uh, news that Shawn had left. That would be yeah. just perfect. You see Vader. Uh, Bret Hart, you'd see everyone just be like, yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't get GTV till maybe middle of 1998, but yeah, that would have been absolutely awesome. Like everyone just, just waving him off as he left and celebrating. <laughs> Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Well, we do get a replay of of Sean, uh, you know, handing over the title after we get back from commercial break. Smile, friend. Yeah, Yeah. did that. Um, You know, we get uh, a very somber JR and Vince, you know. Oh. They're they're reflecting on uh, on HBK's life. Because yeah, uh, he's dead, yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> just not faking an injury. He's actually dead. What what I found uh, strange was they kept referring to this claim of uh, nobody, and I mean nobody has worked the schedule of Sh- that Shawn Michaels has. Have they not heard of Hulk Hogan? I mean, Hogan didn't really do a lot of the 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 house runs because oh. he. Uh, I think that's what they're implying that Sean was uh, was heavy on the house runs, but I don't think even he had the. He was there all the time. I think Brett had a particular particularly heavy schedule. Owen certainly did. Um, so yeah, they they certainly buttered him up a, a little bit. Maybe that was uh, to try and coax him. To magically uninjure his, his his knee and come back, all is yeah. forgiven. <laughs> oh, it's funny. It it's feeling a lot better now. I don't, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's whatever, man. Like this, <laughs> this whole episode was just like I, I just don't even know what to do about this. Lies. It's all lies. Tana. It's all. It's all lies. I felt being. I felt like it's I was still lying real to time. me. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we get the uh, the World Tag Team Champions Owen Hart and Davey Boy Smith taking on Farouk and Crush in the next match. It was okay. It was it was fine. Um, we do get a split screen um, with uh, Bret Hart reacting <laughs> uh, to uh, Shawn Michaels forfeiting the title. And he's basically like, ah, fuck him, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was he was holding back the laugh. You could really tell that he wanted to to laugh out loud. Yeah, um, he he says that uh, he hopes that Sean gets his knee fixed, so he because he's got a score to settle, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that, nothing really I felt went on. In this match here, the the Owen Hart and David Boy Smith versus Farouk and Crush, it was it was fine. 
but we continue to see this uh, kind of um, this split, this rift between Owen and Davy Boy here. Yeah, I mean, we see it from the beginning when uh, they're coming down the aisle and Owen jumps in front of Davy Boy to to get like the plaudits, and Davy Boy thinks he's playing and picks him up. Mm-hmm. But the match was weird for me because it's essentially two heel teams. You mm-hmm. very, very rarely see that. Um, and it just felt like a copy and paste of mm-hmm. of the match that we saw. I think it was last... not Obviously not last week's because we covered the dog show, but the last Raw we covered, pretty much the same ending, pretty much the same uh, kind of mistakes and, and uh, miscommunication between the teams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, it, it it was a, a filler match. It felt mm. like a filler match. Mm. It really okay. did, didn't it? I mean, uh, uh, one, wo- one word of, it could sum up this match, rest holds. <laughs> oh, there was a hell of a lot of rest yeah, holds. There was yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, finish is, um, it's, it's okay, I guess. Um <laughs> Uh, basically, Owen is dumped out uh, of the ring. Uh, he he uh, tweaks his knee, um, and then the the match is lost uh, via count out. Um, so no no titles change hands here. There, I don't even think the title was on the line, if I'm not mistaken. Um, um, but, no, I don't believe it was. Yeah, you're right. But I mean, it was um, it it was an odd dis and and somewhat disappointing finish here. Uh, you got to expect that Farouk and Crush are probably eyeballing the tag team titles here coming up soon with this kind of result. Um, but I, I would advise that Owen not see the same knee doctor that Shawn Michaels did. <laughs> Otherwise, he'll probably tell him that he needs to retire. Yeah, and I, I, I think that Owen did a better job of selling a fake knee injury than, than Shawn Michaels <laughs> did of selling an actual knee injury. Yeah. Um, and cool of, of Owen to just stand around limping whilst his tag team partner gets gets a dominator from Farouk. Yeah. That's what, what what are friends for? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, then, yeah. then he's like trying to walk to the back. Davy Boy, he's like, what What the hell, man? Like, what's going on? He's like, oh, my knee, my knee. Here, help me out, get to the back. Wait, hold on. And then Owen like limps back to grab his trophies, his Slammy Awards. <laughs> I wonder right. if this was like a, a rib on Shawn Michaels. Uh, I mean, it, you know, it could I have mean, been. It absolutely it could have been. It certainly could have been. I, I think that that's a, a great point there, Danny. Um, I, I would not be surprised if uh, they were like, hey, let's let's do the I hurt my knee finish. <laughs> um, last match on the card here, our, our main event, uh, we get Brett versus Vader. Um, and this is, this is kind of where, um, I felt like there, there were some of these, these timing issues that Mag spoke of before, and I'm sure you can go into more in depth in just a moment here, sir. Uh, but, um, we get the Undertaker come out who's, you know, <laughs> he's kind of like, ah, uh, by the way, <laughs> get out there, pal, <laughs> sell that match, <laughs> sell that match on, on, Sunday, Final Four, Sunday. Sunday, I, Final Four, uh, Sunday. <laughs> I, I feel disrespected, and <laughs> I'm coming for the title, or else you'll rest in peace. Yeah, but basically... Goodbye! Yeah. <laughs> bye, bye-bye. 
It just popped in, didn't it? It just popped in and out just yeah, quickly. E- even Brett's like, what the fuck? Like, uh, yeah. why, why, why are you out here? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's like I, uh, very strange. I'm sorry, you could have your match in a minute. I just want to tell you, <laughs> Sunday, you're going to have to look into the eyes of the Reaper. Goodbye, folks. Uh, <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, tip your waiter. Tip your waiter. I'm, I'm off to get a slice of pizza. <laughs> he should have come out eating a slice of pizza. Um, 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 um. Vince has just told me I have to come out and tell you uh, there's a match on Sunday. <laughs> I just want you to know that there's a pepperoni. <laughs> oh, there's anchovies on this. You animal. <laughs> it's got a great crust. Um, and, and then, you know, Taker walks back. And that, but then Austin runs out of nowhere. He, he attacks Bret Hart from from earlier. <laughs> that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then they uh, they have to have referees and security escort Austin away from ringside. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll see him again sooner rather than later. Bret got a pretty good reception. I feel like Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Crickets. Vader, Crickets. Vader, Vader was all right. Poor Vader. Um, but yeah, this is this is probably for uh for a sub five minute match. This is probably about as good as you're gonna get between Bret Hart and Vader. Um, these guys seem to have a pretty good understanding of each other, much better than Sean and Vader, it seems. Um. But uh, but yeah, marred with a little bit too much going on. We get Austin um, up in the balcony later on in the match, and that kind of leads to the finish where, um, you know, Brett's distracted. Vader goes for the moonsault. He misses, and uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Brett basically takes the pin from there. <laughs> yeah, and and. I actually really, I think this epitomizes just how low the stock has fallen for Vader. If you remember, not three, four months ago, he was challenging for the title. And now in a, an episode of Raw where we, we're seeing shenanigan finish after shenanigan finish, he was in a clean loss finish that involved a hell of a lot of shenanigans. He is... He's the jobber in this upcoming four four way match. He he comes out of it looking the weakest of out of all the four. Even Taker with his chicken wings and beer coming for a for a, a, a little promo looks better than than Vader does in this. Um, Austin looks an absolute star though. He he's involved in everything good in this episode. Um, you, you get the feeling that Austin and and Hart are are neck and neck going into this pay-per-view yeah absolutely um and i love the way they uh at the end of the show they tease that austin and brett are gonna are gonna fight but it doesn't happen just that that makes you want to 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 get the pay-per-view just to see to see them two facing off with each other um austin was was ready to jump 25 feet down from the balcony to to, to try and make his way to the ring to attack Brett, which ironically would have also uh, disrupted uh, the the ligaments and muscles in Austin's knee, and uh, he would also, if had that had been the case, probably lose his smile too. 
<laughs> oh my god, three knee injuries on the same show. God damn it. <laughs> There's a saying that um, Bret Hart has his best matches with big guys. And I kept thinking as I was watching this, what about if they'd been given like 10 minutes or at least like 12 minutes or something? Because if you ignore everything about 1996 Vader, this could have been a WrestleMania main event, Bret Hart versus Vader. They could have t- told a really good story here. Yeah, I mean, Vader, before his WWE run, or WWF run, was a killer. He was a killer everywhere he went. Multiple-time world champion. Um, Perhaps one of the most feared men in uh, the history of Japanese wrestling. Yeah, I mean, if you ever get a chance to, to get hold of it, his match with uh, with um, Mick Foley, uh, Cactus Jack in, in Germany, where Mick Foley essentially loses his ear doing the hangman, that's a great match. And like Tanner said, his, his uh, Japan work, superb. His WCW work, uh, just it's, absolutely outstanding. Yeah, yeah. His WWF work, a so, fart in church. <laughs> so uh, that's it. That's that's Thursday Raw Thursday. We're about to head into WWE Final Four, or WWF Final Four, I suppose, mm-hmm. um, where, where there will be some... Some big matchups, huge title implications at stake, uh, and we'll just have to see what happens uh, on on that show. We shall. <laughs> on Sunday, Final Four Sunday. Sunday, Final Four Sunday. <laughs> I wonder if Shawn Michaels is going to be backstage. I'm sure he probably will be. He'll be very interested to see what happens. Uh, Another couple of hours on Vince's couch, like at the Royal Rumble, he was uh, <laughs> wondering what he'll be doing. I'm, I'm not going to paint in the knee brace, pal. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> anywho, uh, yeah, this has been a fun little episode of Raw where we got to cover... Uh, an important moment in uh, Raw history. Shawn Michaels losing his smile. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed this Raw as well. I, th- I, th- I think we've watched way worse Raws. Um, and yeah. We're certainly going to watch way better. Uh, there's a distinct lack of, of dogs in it for me. I think it could have done yeah, with more Yeah, there's not enough dog. schnauzers, I feel. Yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> could have done with more uh, miniature poodles. Um, but yeah, all, all in all, I enjoyed watching this. Yeah, same. I, it was it was enjoy it was much uh, better than that Madison Square Garden episode we watched. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. There, there was uh, this, despite the three bad finishes, um, we got the an Intercontinental title change, and we got that uh, very good um, Vince McMahon impression when he uh, when he says Shawn Michaels. So you can't complain. <laughs> the most charismatic wrestler that's ever lived in the world Sean Michaels (laughs) (laughs) that that little bit of tone change that's all you need oh it did yeah it it was like he was just trying to impress um, (laughs) Sean Michaels (laughs) oh goodness well gentlemen this has been a fun time uh well let's let's sign off for now but before we do so danny where can the good people listening all around the world find more of you and your content oh thank you you can find me on twitter at scottish juggalo where i masquerade as a scotsman but uh who knows where <laughs> i really am from <laughs> and you can you can hear me the on mask has I- slipped <laughs> 
you can hear me on Nitro Nights with the great Sire Powell where we talk about every episode of WSW Nitro. And you can hear me here next week if I'm not, if I haven't been fired again uh, on a change in attitude. Thank you very much. <laughs> where can we find you guys? <laughs> He's been fired more times than Jim Ross. <laughs> so you can find me. Lord Mags down. Oh. I don't even know why I'm pointing at Podfather Mags uh, on on Twitter. Also on TikTok now at Mags All Pods. Uh, in terms of content, all over Chair Shot uh, with Badlands and Five Rounds. Uh, but uh, the bulk of my content is on on a uh, Man Tanner and Matt's uh, little baby project, um, Radio Techers, uh, where we There's a little baby, little baby project. <laughs> We're very, very proud and of our of our little baby. Uh, yeah, we yeah. cover uh, a gamut of topics on there: wrestling, football, MMA, pop culture. You name it, we cover it on there. So come and come and check that out. Definitely do. Uh, you, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Texas Gentleman underscore, um, or as Mags put it, uh, give uh, give the Radio Techers channel and and Twitter handle a, a follow. That's R A D I O T E K K E R S. If you like a change in attitude and you want more uh, content similar to it, uh, obviously you've got you've got us, uh, you've got Cy uh, Powell, you've got Ori occasionally. Uh, Ray Cash is on there. Uh, I'm just kidding. Ori's Ori's there for. Uh, she's actually got some some really great interviews. Uh, and, and clips with uh, the one, the only Kevin Kelly uh, mm-hmm. that you, you should really check out on our YouTube page. Um, yeah, we've just got a lot of good content. Dan Griffin's over there. Uh, yeah, everybody, the whole the whole gang is over there on on Radio Techers. So go and check it out. It's a good time. Uh, you know, Chris, Chris is over there. Chris of uh, he of many titles. Yeah, fun times. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting a lot of people, but uh, you know, there's just there's just so many of us contributing content we, to that. We uh, have got an awesome, project. we've got an awesome team. We really have. We are very blessed to be part of two superb teams with Chairshot and with uh, with Radio Techers. Very true, very true. Uh, so so give us a subscribe over there on on both sides. Uh, you know, Chairshot as well as uh, Radio Techers, and again, that's R A D I O T E K K E R S. Uh, go and check it out. Uh, but until next time, uh, for his lordship and for his uh, S- Scotsman, mm, uh, <laughs> I, I am the Texas gentleman. And uh, y'all take care. Enjoy yourselves. Have a great rest of the day. And uh, don't forget to always use your head. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.